0: Good morning, it is Wednesday, May 13th, and this is The Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us this morning as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Monday through Friday, this is what we do. We know we need more time with God and so we are careful and intentional about making sure that we make this time for Him. We need to be fed. His Word is our daily bread for us to take. We are trying to commit to making this our daily habit, at least Monday through Friday. So let's do this again today, and feast in God's Word. Today our passage is from Philippians chapter 3, verses 4, 5, and 6. Let me read it for us and pray, and then we'll dive into it. Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also, If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day, of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. Let's pray. Our God and our Father, as we come to your word right now, please teach us we are anxious to hear from you and we need you to help us start our day doing it without you is something we do not want to do so please meet us god and share your word with us amen this is kind of a cool passage for the first time in philippians we get a peek into paul's life and his history he gives us a brief biography to expand his point from yesterday remember our passage yesterday that We do not put our confidence in the flesh, but instead have the Spirit of God. Paul tells us about his life, and honestly guys, he has a pretty good life. He tells us about his past, but before he does he says to us, if anyone thinks he has confidence in the flesh, well, not as much confidence as I should have had. He was circumcised on the eighth day, of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin. The Hebrew of Hebrews. He lived under the law. He was full of zeal. So full of zeal, he became a Pharisee. He was blameless, living under the law, and he was a persecutor of Christians. So where do we go from here? How are we to meditate on these verses? They just tell us more about Paul. Well, there's two things I think we can take away from these verses. First, they show us the need for Jesus. Paul was a perfect specimen of good works. He was born in the right family. He followed the religious traditions. He rose to the top of religious life as a Jew. He was full of zeal. He says he followed the law and was even blameless. And yet, he has no confidence in the flesh. None of the good things he did was even close to what was provided by Jesus on the cross. When we take yesterday's passage and follow it into our passage today, we can see how easy it is for the Philippians to slip into thinking that the good things that they do can get them on the right track, and when they mess up, all they have to do is try harder to be blameless under the law. Paul did this. By all accounts of his life story, he was perfect, and yet he says he has no confidence in his good deeds, or his accomplishments, or his identity. So, just like we did yesterday, Let's keep examining ourselves in the light of God's Word. Where is our confidence? I know for me I'm almost always putting it in myself, in how I conduct myself. I put my confidence in my personality, in my accomplishments, in the way I conduct myself in hopes to get God's favor and to get God to like me. It is a tremendous freedom to us that it is not by our own intentions or good works that we have confidence. It is by Christ Himself. The second thing is that Paul mentions here that he was a persecutor of the church, a persecutor of Christians. For those of you who know more about Paul than he's letting on here, we know that he wasn't just a persecutor of Christians. He was a murderer and directly involved in the deaths of Christians in Rome. And yet here he is, now as an apostle of God and the one writing divinely inspired to the church of the Philippians. Way too often, Way, way too often, people think they are beyond the hope that Christ offers. And I think the church plays into this a little bit. But here we see that Paul literally killed Christians, and yet Jesus changed his life. Two things for us. First, Paul is proof that no one, no one, no matter what choices or what horrible things, or how bad someone's life is messed up. None of that matters. Christ can change lives. So come to Jesus. And second, often for people who are a part of the church, we forget this, and dare I say we even doubt this is true sometimes. God's grace is hard to understand. It it saved us, and it saved others, even the ones with ugly lives. Do we actually believe that Jesus died for the ones who have lived ugly lives? Let's think about this today and confess where the Holy Spirit is poking and prodding us. As we close in prayer, let's pray from Psalm 42. Lord, thank you for today. Your Word is everlasting water to us, and as the deer pants for flowing streams, So pants our souls for you, O God. Our souls thirst for you, for you are the living God. Lord, you died, but you did not stay dead. You rose and are now active and living among us. God, we confess our sins to you. Time and time again we have fought with unbelief, and even in our passage today, we see where we might have unbelief in how You've loved our brothers and sisters that You have saved. So, Lord, we pour out our souls to You now. When our souls are downcast and at turmoil within us, we say this, Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. And our souls listen. Your Word is a light to us and day by day you command your steadfast love to us, and at night your song is with us. Lord, we love you. You are our song. Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Amen. Go in peace. I'll see you tomorrow.